What's up? It's Mike, Joel Shaw, Athlete or Podcast, Vincenzo Joseph, two-time national champion, signing on to say hello. Thank you so much. What's up? Um, Happy to be here. So before we press record, Joel was mentioning the the times that he met you, and and, and one of them was a post-NCAA uh, mixer social whatever they are and you said you don't remember much of those because you were not terribly happy at one of them and everyone else was so giddy and happy and you weren't how i i asked you how and or why and i knew why but how is that mitigating like getting right there as an individual but as a team you guys were look great right so how how does how does that work um wait in regards to what like well like it, it i assume that you lost in the finals the, the year that he's talking about no, no no i was coaching i was coaching oh i thought we were okay i thought yeah. it was and we did we did lose in the finals still though huh i said my guy lost in the finals there That's so fair too okay yeah so how okay so let's 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 backtrack yeah you do win national titles as a team and then you did lose in the finals one year right that like is it a happy post ncaa social or is it a not so happy post ncaa social um i'm happy for the team and everything but i i gotta put the game face on still you know like um like internally about you know my own shit like i'm not super happy right you know um didn't do what i needed to do um but fortunately the team ended up winning so there's feel both feelings right um and me me and mark were together in that too so me and him were kind of just hanging out by ourselves uh, <laughs> but yeah it's um it's tough but you know college wrestling the goal is a team title so you know you get that and you can't be upset about too much on a personal level yeah, you know, I would like to do better, but you got to fight the emotions, I guess. Now, you let's bring it to coaching then. Yeah. If your athlete lost in the finals. And um, how do you, like, so going from Penn State wrestling to mm -hmm. Stanford wrestling, yeah. Somewhat of a culture shock. And I mean that yes. in, in the way of like, not just the area, but the the expectation. Mm -hmm. How do you how do you kind of curtail some of your expectations as an athlete to the people in front of you? Um, like as a as a coach, you're saying, mm -hmm. yeah. So I uh, definitely culture shock at first, right? And I I, I knew that going in that. We had some we had some studs, but we had a few guys that you know needed to get a lot better too. And we had twenty people on our roster last year, so didn't have really any depth. Um, so I mean, it's being patient and stuff. You know, um, you know the guys. There's a couple guys there, right? Two, three guys there that could wrestle and perform at a high level, and you know they they did frequently. But you know you have to make it. You know you got to make practice for everybody, right? like things like that so it's it, the difference between like i'll let some guys do some things but still like you know if we're running a practice we're all doing 
pretty much the s- similar things. Um, and it's, it's difficult, man. It, it really is. Cause like, you know, like half your team, um, you're trying to teach them to down block, you know, but I'm trying to get Shane to finish on Evan Wick. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a crossroads there of being able to, you know, decipher what the whole group needs and between individuals. And I think we did a pretty good job with that though. For the most part, I think that I was able to help, you know, my guys, you know, Shane, real Jaden, whoever get what they need in, um, while, you know, helping the rest of the group too. Um, but they, they got a lot of help, more help this year. They had a great freshman class come in. I actually, uh, spent a little bit of time over there, uh, in December, right after the world cup. And, uh, I don't know, things seem to be running more, like, you know, more smooth. I think they're getting, uh, you know, more, I don't want to say help because it's not help, but the university is definitely investing more in them too. So it's good to see, but yeah, definitely a big difference between a lot of, you know, my college workouts, which were just like, you know, go do your thing guys. Um, yeah, exactly. A lot of our practices were that. So, um, but we could, we couldn't do that. You know, a lot of, oh, a lot of teams can't do that. Yeah, that's tricky. I remember being in the Penn State room, and I was baffled. I mean, I was baffled. I'll never forget it. Like, Kale just put me with some kid, and he's like, okay, go wrestle. I'm like, huh? It's it. Yeah. That that was the instruction. Uh, Ready? Uh, (laughs) So it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Pretty Pretty good instructions, though. Well, I'm saying, though. It's, it was just – it was an interesting thing. And, and what, mm. the luxury of the rich, and when I say that, I mean it, right? Like it's a good, it's a good problem to have to, to walk into a room and just be able to hone in on one group, like a very small group, and then another coach just kind of can hone in on another group. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, and then and the, 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 the umbrella instruction is go wrestle. That's yeah. it. That's awesome, right? Like that is mm. – really nice thing to have i did it this past weekend we had a couple guys in town and they were pretty you know high level high school kids and i just took like a handful of my higher level high school kids and mm-hmm. just went have fun go go jerk around yeah figure it out if you have questions let me know i'll be on the wall you know right tell them to you know wrestle like on the edge of the circle you know have fun here figure it out you know just like learn some shit that's kind of how we would do things a, a lot. So, but coaching wise, we, I could get away with that, you know, with, like I said, Shane, other guys like that, but not, not the whole group. So, and there's a difference too, between like, you know, you could take that group of, of you know, now you take that group of Penn state guys, they're, they're good and they, they want to be in there and they want to be good. Right. So they're going to, they're going to go hard on their own and they're going to try to figure stuff out. Um, you do that with, you know, lower level program, they're, they're going to actually dick around, like, and, <laughs> like, not, you know, not, not really probably figure much out, not work super hard. So mm. there's a difference. Would, did that surprise you? Meaning like, so I, I, I've found that high level athlete, high level athletes have a hard time comprehending or. It just doesn't compute. Like, what do you mean you don't want to like get every ounce of, of of these reps in? What are you talking about? Was it hard for you to kind of comprehend? Like, what do you what do you mean you don't want to get better in the ninety minutes? Yeah, um, a few times, definitely when I first got there. But 
you know, like I said, as, as the season went on, I, I learned and, you know, kind of figured it out. And I got to a point where I told two of the guys, I was like, hey, thanks for coming to practice today. <laughs> but, like, it, it was – it got to that point, you know. So, um, you just you just got to roll with it, man. It's, it's tough to be patient, but that's what it is. And, you know, I, I wrestle with some of the younger guys here still, like, at ASU when they – when they'll come to our RTC practices and stuff and still got to be patient with them. I tried teaching this kid an outside step, like shot for about 20 minutes the other day. And then eventually he just had someone take a video of me doing it. So, uh, <laughs> um, why is that technique so difficult for American wrestlers to learn? It's just falling in the right way. almost. <laughs> Like it's not like a new. I know what it is. I'm asking why it's a problem to teach. Yeah, I, I, I know. I want it. Yeah, a neo hey. penetration steps harder, right? No, way harder. There's yeah. so many more moving parts in like yeah. the, the knee over toe penetration step. There's just so many. It's ridiculous. It's so much yeah. easier and more efficient to go outside step. So much more easy. Hey, let's also be fair here if he knew why it was so hard for american wrestlers to do this he wouldn't have to have been doing that for 20 minutes it would have been like a two minute thing and no. they would have been done you're right you're right that's fair that's fair but it's it it, it boggles my mind dude because like yeah. those penetration steps that they teach first day of practice like ever like first day on a wrestling mat yeah there is a lot that can go wrong like there is a, a ton that can like like happen that's bad those outside steps if you goof it up just stay on your feet stupid you know what i mean so yeah that's it's just a cultural thing and that's the reason that we we suck at it and, or it's hard to teach is because we teach that penetration step first i'm not sure you see you see a lot more americans using it now um even like high school kids you know good high school kids are using that um I, I don't know. I think we've just we've always just done like a basic knee over toe. It's, it's American wrestling, right? You know, <laughs> club the head and shoot a single leg. I, I don't know. Yeah, but um, I, it's funny you say that too because like whenever back whenever I was in state college um, and I was coaching high school still, I had a few pretty good high school kids. I was working at uh, David Taylor's club and like I'm just watching them and they're just falling to their knee and swiping at legs. And I had to like kind of break down a few of their shots and, you know, teach them how to like penetrate for real. And that they, they got it pretty quick too, because, you know, older, higher level high school kids, but still like you see college wrestlers, you know, just falling, falling to a knee, swiping for a leg. Yeah. And we, I, and we expect, we expect little kids to pick that up, you know? Well, I don't know why. But again, I I hear you. I mm -hmm. agree with you. But in my brain, I still think it sh should be easy. Because it's a it's a simpler motion. Um you know, and and I have like such a hard time conveying it to kids. Um and that's actually a big part of like what we're doing here in Poway right now is like, like I gotta get these kids more efficient. And I think, you know, part of that, like the efficiency is not just the technical aspect of it. Like these kids, 
okay, you want to talk about like luxury or the rich, like one of the biggest problems that we have is that my kids really, 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 really want to win. Well, that's a good problem. Yes. Yeah. Like but the problem is they put so much pressure on themselves. So mm -hmm. let's flip to how, how is it that Penn State can mitigate the desire to win with the lack of pressure? Because sessions five and six or sessions four and six Penn State's been lights out for a decade lights out semis and finals lights out you know so how does that work how do you how do you mitigate the want to win with really putting any pressure on yourself um that is a really good question too because I don't think there's one just straightforward answer I think everyone's different um me personally, I'm trying to find that again right now, you know, um, but it's, it's just knowing that like, it's just a trust system. Um, like you trust your coaching, you trust your training, you trust your technique, you trust your conditioning, you know, you're going to go out and wrestle hundred percent. So like you give hundred percent of yourself, whatever happens, happens, but like, obviously you're going to you know, fight to win the whole time. Um, that's kind of, you know, how I would look at things a lot. Um, I can't speak for my teammates, but that's just what I would think. Like, you know, I trust, trust my training, trust my coaching. I trust my technique. I trust my conditioning. You know, I trust my wrestling. So that just gives you kind of like a calm confidence going in that, you know, if something goes wrong, like it's okay. You kind of battle through it. Do you, that's really about it. Well, that's, there's nothing wrong. Yeah, that's, that's great. It's just a trust. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like that's it's I know like saying that then it's like all right, but like how though? Mm -hmm. How how what does that look like in the nuts and bolts of holy shit? I'm in the NCAA semis. Holy shit. I'm in the NCAA finals as a freshman Like how does that work? What does that, what does that look like nuts and bolts in the in the tunnel in the warm-up? Um, it's exciting you know, um, I get to go show, you know, my skills off, right? I, I get to go battle another person that's, you know, a high level athlete and I get to show, you know, what I've been working on, show what I got. Um, and it's, it is, you know, it's tough to say, but it's just wrestling, you know, it's just wrestling. You know, I'm my, uh, I go win, win match, lose a match, you know, I'm going to have the same friends and family after before. So it is just wrestling, but still got to want to win, man. How do you go about taking that trust uh, in yourself, in your coaches, in your training, when <clears throat> you maybe don't have the structure to, to confirm, like, hey, I've, I've put in X amount of hours. Like, you're just in the room, and you're defining your own practice schedule and, and what you're doing. How do, how do you build trust in an unstructured environment? Um, just probably belief in yourself and, you know, kind of like, that was kind of how I competed last year too. I was kind of just doing my own thing. Um, and it, when you're doing, when you're wrestling like that and you're doing it just for the pure joy of it, you're not going to put through anything. Like you just want to compete hard. So like my, my goal wrestling last year was to just compete as hard as I can. Right. And, um, 
like I didn't like have, you know, that trust in my coaching and, you know, everything like that, but just trust in myself and my abilities that, that, that'll do it enough too. So. And then making that, that switch from being an athlete, right. Growing up in, in the Penn state wrestling room where you don't have a lot of structure and getting to Stanford where you maybe need a lot more structure to, to get through the day of how do you, how do you go about building a, a culture where you can have the accountability to, to give your, your, your athletes, the, the freedom to be able to go define what their practice looks like. Um, I think you need to have a group of talented guys in the room. <laughs> like that's, I think, I think having some, I think having some top 10 recruits helps in that. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's just, it's the level of the athletes, right? So it's like we were saying before, I have three guys that could, you know, go in, make their own structure, practice schedule and, you know, run their own practice and learn and get better during that. But, you know, the rest we kind of have to put through and, you know, that's fine. Um, you know, I, I took it all as just a learning experience for me. I know that I'm more than likely going to end up going back into coaching whenever I'm done competing. So um, wherever I end up, like I, you know, I, I feel like I've been with both. I've been with, I haven't been with like a bad team. I don't like Stanford. I don't think we were bad. You know, we had, we had f five guys at the nationals and, you know, two Americans, a couple more that could have placed. Um, but, you know, just being at those different levels and being able to experience that, you know, I'm, whenever I do decide to go back into it, you know, I'll probably be pretty comfortable wherever I'm at. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Because they're not a bad team. Stanford was not a bad team. No. Mm -hmm. But, but it, it was a, in a, it was a very unique team. Right. So like mm -hmm. you had to deal with just coming back off of being, you know, it, uh, just coming back after being shot down and, and cut, you had right. some of the highest COVID restrictions in the country, mm -hmm. in that specific area. And it, like all these things kind of spider web to, to lead to, this is not a typical NCAA season. And you only spent what, one or two years there? So well, just there one year, yeah. Yeah. So it's like you got like the the crash course in the other end of the spectrum. Like maybe in state college, things are done for. I don't want to say done for you, but but you oh, have yeah. to worry about wrestling. You have to worry yep, that's about it. wrestling. Man, when you're in Palo Alto, it, especially at the time you were there, there are a lot more things that you have to concern yourself with. Is that like a bit of a NCAA coaching boot camp for you? I, I kind of possibly could have been right. Um, you know, we had to deal with a bunch of stuff because of COVID. You know, with you know, trying to raise money, running camps, and things like that too. So, you know, funding for our camps, we had we had stuff get canceled. You know, restrictions on the amount of people that could come, things like that. And you know, just the administration wasn't super helpful either so we we're kind of just on our own media savvy already too look at him look at him he's good i love it go ahead i i just wanted to interject that <laughs> not they were helpful got it got they, it. they weren't um and they they then we we had a meeting at the end of the year and they they told us that they weren't super helpful and that they needed to do a better job and we're like okay like 
that would have been that would have been nice in October. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I got to learn a lot. I got I got to learn about uh, you know scheduling, how to do all that. You know what what we're allowed to do, what we're not allowed to do. Just learned a lot of roles. Um, <laughs> that's always fun learning about roles. Um, yeah, but but it is full season crash course. Yeah, but it is like I know that like and I was always the same way, right? Uh, like I remember like coaching at a club is freaking easy, dude. I mean, it's my club. Yeah. Right? Like it's mine. Like I the practice is when I say it is, you know, you be here or don't, I don't care. Um, but but having to deal with the now with the the Poway uh, machine that that it is right i mean we got rtc we got the high school we got like our elite sub high school wrestlers we got the little babies that the ankle biters that come in there's a lot of moving parts dude and a lot mm -hmm. of thing and a lot of and a lot of emails and a lot of software systems that i'm not familiar with and and like they they just i had to do that Oh. I had to do that too. Yeah. And it's like, you're supposed to know how to do this. And I'm like, why am I supposed to know how to do this? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I just, I just always ran a club, dude. I don't know. It's just, it was easy. So yeah, I think it's good to have those crash courses, man. Um, where do you think, um, where do you think the, like, so, all right, let's let, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase you got back into competition almost inadvertently, it seemed like. Like, you're just kind of mm -hmm. like, I'm in shape, might as well. What was that like? What was that decision like? Um, you know, I, I kind of just wanted to go wrestle. Um, <laughs> that's really it. I, I missed competing a little bit. And, like, honestly, too, like, I didn't have a ton of guys that competed hard. So, I just wanted to show them that you can go compete hard whenever you want mm. and that was kind of the, that was kind of the goal you know just to be an example for for my wrestlers that i ended up leaving because you because <laughs> i because i like because i liked it so much and here's the thing i wouldn't have wrestled i wouldn't have even done it if it wasn't for enoch too enoch was pushing me to go wrestle the whole time i bet and then yeah. that's where Dan, I'm going to have to look for a coach now. <laughs> ah, good on they got, they got Ryan Deacon, though. He's a man. No, I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm just saying that he had to go through the work of the interview process. Oh, yeah. He got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That'll learn. Yeah, so he no. just gave himself some more work, but that's about it. <laughs> that's my that's my guy though i still i talk to him all the time still he's an incredible human and, and a great coach too Bobby. yeah yeah man he really is. really great coach so but you are competing now and you yep. are yeah i'm uh leaving for egypt on tuesday um so wrestling in that next weekend I'm second overseas trip how, how'd the first one go um all right <laughs> learning experience i ended up coming in second yeah. how but, does um how does the international feel i think it's going well, to do you well how, but how do you how do you 
what was different about it? I I wrestled one foreigner. I wrestled all Americans there. Oh really? Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wrestled one foreigner and it was the second round and he wasn't very good. Um like I, I wrestled I drew Mitch Feinsilver first. Right, right, so, right, right. Yeah. Um but I, I don't know. I'm I'm learning it. I just need to get more feels. I need to wrestle more of those guys. I think that, you know, I have a good style for it too. Mm-hmm. But uh it's just for me, I just need to stay in the fight and just not forget, you know, my core technique. Mm. Um, your your core technique. Yeah, that is hard to describe. Uh, uh, Vincenzo Joseph's core technique. Um, and here's why I say that: I'll never forget. I don't know if it was the opener, if it was the trials, I'm pretty sure it was the trials, where Ringer came off the mat going, and I'm going to put a disclaimer that I'm gonna use some pretty foul language right now, because he he was less than thrilled. He was, he's like, his fucking hips are stupid. What's going on with them? I don't even understand them. And to, to hear him verbalize what we all know, what we all see, it was really interesting. So while you can sit here and tout your core set of techniques, sir, um, we are all going to ask you about your hips. And is there any way to train yourself to have hips like yours? Or is that just something that you're born with? I kind of just, I don't know, my face is frozen right now, um, on my screen at least, but yeah. I I, uh, I kind of just learned that I had good hips whenever I was like a senior in high school. Hmm. And, you know, from there, like there's definitely different things you can do to help improve that, like, you know, strength training wise and, and you know, just wrestling in those positions. Wrestling hard in those positions like helps too. Like, I'm sure some people have stronger hips and legs and they think they do because like to give a lot, you have to give a lot of effort in those positions to use that. So, um, training wise, like in the wrestling room, do I train like, you know, I mean, I guess just like I train anything else, you know, my sprawls and like, you know, trying to slide off, stepping in things like that. But no, like not like nothing like crazy specific. Hmm. Do you, um, you say, all right, first of all, how did you find out that you, like, meaning you said your senior year of high school, you found out that you had good hips. How did you find out? Uh, it was, it was like my junior year because I was, I was just wrestling. I was wrestling good guys and like, I was just pressuring in. They were just letting go of my legs and they were having a hard time finishing on me. So I was like, ah, cool. Like, I guess I'm pretty strong here. So, and my one teammate in high school, I had a, one of my buddies, he was, weight class above me huge state place winner and he the only thing that he had was good hips mm-hmm. like he would wrestle you hard he wouldn't shoot and he would just wait for you to shoot and sprawl mm-hmm. so i was like i gotta be i gotta get better than this get mm-hmm. on this level so then i just it just kind of came hey getting back uh mm-hmm. into the world of international wrestling where uh mm-hmm. you know I, I think you mentioned that you know last year you uh you got back into competition and really your mindset was like hey i just i'm gonna show 
the, the guys that I'm coaching that you can go out and compete and you can do it. And it seems like when you, when you're wrestling like that, obviously it's, you're just going out there having fun, right. And competing. Um, how's your mindset changed now that you're no longer just going out to show the people that you're coaching that you can still compete that now this is kind of your, your full-time job now. Um, a lot more film on oh, freestyle, a lot more film on freestyle wrestling. Hmm. Um, more film and just I, I don't I don't know I'm I'm trying to right now like honestly like as I'm going through this whole you know spring season everything I'm trying to get that feeling right trying to decipher like you know this between like me you know I I want to wrestle I love wrestling and like this is what I want to do but like I can't look at, I don't want to look at like a job you know because like once I start looking at a job then I'll get you know kind of bored or annoyed with it or something and then want to move on to something different but um just staying hungry you know um i fortunately have zahid who who kicks my butt so um that's a goal of mine to to go in there and kick his butt every once in a while you know um so something like that keeps me you know eager um and you know I'm, i have a lot to improve on too like just a lot you know small things but a lot to improve on so that's another thing that kind of keeps me hungry keeps me wanting to compete um, you you came back at seventy nine k. Are you competing at seventy four k? Seventy four, yeah. How's that feel? Faster, faster. Meaning faster. You're faster, or no? The, the action, no, no, no. <laughs> the action's faster. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I wish it made me a lot faster. No, no, but yeah, the wrestling's a lot faster at seventy four than seventy nine why i'm not sure but maybe it was maybe it's the people i've wrestled or i've been wrestling but it, that's just how it feels that the pace you know and just the actual wrestling speeds faster down just one weight so i i think it could end up benefiting me though um but yeah that's number one thing how do how do you think it can benefit you because like and and forgive me i i i, I don't um I don't know how else to put this, but it was so, it was so cool watching you with just like, you know, maybe a little fluff on you, maybe a little, maybe, maybe not in the best shape of your life. It was so cool watching you go out there and go, all right, let's figure this out. You know, I, I mm. just, I think that there's something to be said for being fat and happy on a wrestling mat. I mean, I was all throughout college, so, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, it's I, I agree, man, but like I I weigh 79 kilos. Right. You know, so like if I want to compete at the highest level, the best of my ability, if I if I'm wrestling like exactly the weight I'm walking around at, then it's not gonna benefit me a ton. I just, you know, I'll probably get I won't be as strong, I won't be in as good of shape and you know, 74 is the Olympic weight. There is that. Yeah. You talk to Nolf about it much? No. Not at all. Not not really a little bit. No. Really? Mm-mm. I talk I do talk to Nolf, but not about like me and him wrestling each other. That uh that's an interesting thing, man. I you you gotta think about it. Right? Cause, oh, yeah. Cause something tells me that there's a 
better than average chance that it's going to be a U2 trials final. Like in the final X. We'll have to see how everything goes, but you know that's that's definitely the goal is to get as far as I can in that. But and if that's who I end up wrestling, that's who I end up wrestling. That is the most Penn State thing you've ever said to me. That's really good. It's incredible how you said nothing there. That was no, that was really good. It is like <laughs> it's, 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 I, I got to tell you, it's Thank it's you. almost relieving because I was waiting to hear it. <laughs> And that's why you love me. <laughs> okay, we'll move along. Um, <laughs> you know, that's it's good. Like they, they, and I do a good job at saying a lot, but saying nothing. No, you don't do a very good job at all. <laughs> they, 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 they do. No, they don't. No, it sounds like nothing at all to me. It's like, I'm like, I don't even listen. I turn it off. Yeah, it's just, it's just words. No, it's just, it's literally. That's what I, that's what I mean. Saying a lot of words, but not saying anything. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's it's uh it's maddening. It's maddening. I'm like, it's just the the most coach speak I've ever heard in my life, and it's it's almost kind of impressive, really, to to say that many words and really give no not me at all. It's wonderful. It's kind of impressive. Um, <laughs> but uh, all right, so we can move along though. Um, twenty twenty four is the end of the cycle do you see yourself going past that again we'll we'll see at the end of 2024 oh you're falling right back into it like i didn't get all i got was one okay fine whatever we'll, we'll see i gotta see how this goes right do you do you, but as far as body like your body's holding up everything's good yeah it's great you're so full of shit. it's amazing it's, it's amazing no, no i feel good you do yeah, I genuinely like I do feel good. Um, I got when I initially got out of like wrestling, just started coaching, I was pretty banged up and was just I was hanging it up. But you know, I have some down here, I, I have some good people I work with, you know, keep me healthy, things like that. How's your how's your approach changed now that you do have to manage your weight? I mean, you mentioned when you were at Penn State, you weren't, weren't cutting a whole lot of weight and and I made now myself you, made myself cut weight there. Um, I had to cut weight because I I just had to. I would get I would get big, but uh, you know I I do like to focus on my nutrition and diet and stuff like that. But I am one of those people where I will get caught up in you know what I'm putting in my body and stuff to the point where like I'll be more concerned about that than my wrestling skills. Um, so for me right now, it's finding a, just a happy medium where I'm eating good stuff and I'm fueling myself correctly. I'm not putting garbage in my body, but I'm not obsessed about it. Oh, that's interesting. How do you find yourself obsessing? Meaning <clears throat> like, do you just, do you overanalyze each calorie or do you? No, I'll only eat very specific things. Like whenever I get to that point, like I would. Like, I wouldn't take, like, if you're like, hey, here's a bite of a cookie, like, absolutely not. Like, nothing bad is going in, going in me. Um, and like I said, whenever just me as a person, there are some people that, that can, you know, do live that lifestyle and be in great shape. And that's their, you know, that's, that's them. And they're, they compete at a high level. Me, like, like I said, I feel like I'll get obsessive over small, you know, small things like that. 
whenever, you know, the bigger picture is like, who's better at wrestling, you know, not who ate healthier last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's just, like I said, finding that space where I am, you know, feeling myself correctly, but I'm not obsessed about it. And I, I think right now I'm doing a pretty good job with that. Do you have any tips for for some of those uh, younger wrestlers out there who are like first time cutting weight? Like how how do I find that that happy medium? Uh, man, just stay stay away from sugar. You know that's that's just the thing. Stay away from sugar and like gluten. Those are two main things I'd stay away from, and then figure it out from there. But yeah, you know, we try our best in in my household because my son like. My son's really into it. He really likes wrestling. Mm-hmm. I try really hard to make sure that he never cut weight, ever, ever, ever. But that's not realistic, right? Like that's not that's not a realistic thing. Like if he's going to a national tournament, you know, you, you in order to compete at, at a high level, you you have to take a little bit of weight off, especially mm-hmm. in weight classes. Um. So we try to just like verbalize it differently. We try, try to talk about like, okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna eat a lot cleaner over the next month. Like we're gonna we're we're gonna x out the snacks and the cookies and the sugar and the like. We're just gonna take that stuff out of it, and then we'll kind of assess the the weight three weeks in. Mm-hmm. Go up and wait. Then you need to go up and wait. Um, I guess you know is that. Is there a better way to, to teach kids to, to do this? Um, I'm not sure. I, I think I think that's a tough question because I, I think that, you know, especially if you're going to change diet, something like that, that's something that needs to be done like over time. Mm-hmm. Um, if I change my diet, you know, two weeks before I go wrestle or something like that, my body's going to be, if I'm, you know, eating sugar, you know, bread, whatever, and change it two weeks before, you know, my body's going to be craving that stuff, you know, while I'm training and my body's just going to get broken down because I'm not getting what I'm used to getting. So either like sometimes you can gain weight from that too, even. And a lot of times you just feel like garbage from it. So I think that like, like I've been saying for me, not obsessive about it, but just like consistent, you know, consistent, like healthy eating. That's really it, you know? And at, I'm at the point where like every once in a while, yeah, I'll, cheat meal something like that you know but consistent healthy eating is what just what i've been on recently Mm. and then you kind of you know um become like you you start to crave that that stuff then right you know if you're eating candy you're gonna crave candy if you're eating you know my my senior year of college i think it was my senior year of college i was like i ate so much spinach like that was like because I ate it so much and then my body would just start craving it. Like that's what I'd eat for a snack because that's what I wanted. I would just grab a bag of spinach and just eat it raw. Yeah. Like, cause yeah. Cause that's just like, that would be my, like, that'd be my snack that I wanted all the time. Like I'd be like working out, like, Oh, I can't wait to go home and get some spinach. <laughs> now I don't do that now, but like, right. yeah. Like, so I, I think that's a big part of it too. You know, doing it like within certain time, um and not just like waiting and then be like all right i'm gonna eat healthy now and then start like a few weeks before because then your body just doesn't react the same way it takes those few weeks to get adjusted what else joel shaw 
Anything else for him? I think that might be all that I've got. Uh, Vincenzo, do you have anything that you want to plug? Um, no, I don't. Um, yeah, I got nothing. Thank Not you. Your podcast? Um, well, I haven't, I haven't done a podcast in a while actually, but me and, uh, me and JB going to get back to it here soon. So I'll probably do a podcast with Bash in a little bit, but that's about it. Um, that Asia tournament next weekend, we got a bunch of guys going there. Um, Are you going to go see the girls? Group? I hope so. Dude, I, I'm, I'd be so jealous. I'm obsessed. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Did travel? It's about a 36-hour travel there. I know. It's it's a brutal, yeah. brutal. Like, so the only one that I've seen that's worse is the Eureka. The yeah. Eureka, tough go. Tough go as far as travel. That's what, I, that's what I've heard, too. But, that, yeah, like, France was, the, like, I wrestled in France a few weeks ago. That was the first time I was ever overseas. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was the first time I was ever like I ever left the country. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was great. Um Henri de Glane, I got it's in Paris. Uh Nice. Nice. That's right. Uh how was it? Was the food good? Food was good. Place was beautiful. Yeah. Went to this little went to this little beach. It was sick. Nice. Um walked around a lot, made my legs tired. Not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hindsight me in twenty twenty. Maybe we maybe we don't go out for a five mile walk before. No, <laughs> no, no. Before the big tournaments, we won't do that. But like you know, these ones are fun. Yeah, we'll yeah. just go. We'll just go wrestle. Wrestling's good. I appreciate you yeah. coming on, man. Thank you so hey. much. Thank you for having me. All right, brother.